The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, airline schedules are taking off. Hundreds of thousands of passengers are going to be passing through Dublin Airport over the Easter holidays, and the summer looks to be busy. Irish independent travel editor Polo Canila is here with the latest updates and tips for taking the stress out of your journey. Paul, we obviously saw significant impacts in the airport as COVID unwound and people raced to get on planes. Do you think we're going to see a reprise of it in 2023? (laughs) I'm scared to give a prediction on that, Anton. Um, Look, the DAA and Michael O'Leary are both confident that we won't see a repeat of what we saw last year with the security queue issues. In fact, Dublin Airport is saying 90% of passengers passing through security this year will do it in 20 minutes or less. So it says it's got to grips with all the staffing issues. It's got a 15-point plan that it's rolling out at the moment, which is aimed at improving the customer experience. Some of the, the pieces it's doing there, it's introduced 400 extra seats. It's got a refurbished fast-track channel Uh, It's promising better Wi-Fi and more charging sockets and things like that. So it's trying to get ahead of it. Michael O'Leary says, yes, he thinks it'll be materially better. But if we're partying like it's 2019 again, um, it's not just security queues that you might have to worry about. It's also this... uh, this really annoying issue of air traffic control strikes, which, believe it or not, have already affected uh, somewhere around a million passengers this year alone. Where are the ATC strikes taking place? Well, the, the the French seem to be best at it and they're the ones that really give Ryanair a bee in their bonnets. Uh, but they have, as we've seen, they've also taken place in, um, in, in Greece and in Italy. The problem with the ones that happen in, in France, Anton, is that they shut down overflights as well as flights to and from, which means that if you're flying over France to another country, your flight can be affected. Ryanair has a petition at the moment. It wants to get the EU to, to take control of that. But we, we just have to wait and see how it plays out. Now, look, I don't want to sort of make people scared for their plans here. This happens to a real minority of people and people who are flying, but it's just the last minute nature of them and the disruption that they can cause to the handful of flights that are affected that's problematic. The other thing I'll be watching closely is how will airlines deal with luggage and getting their their own customer service back on track? Do you remember just the absolute circles of hell that people had to go through tracking lost bags and trying to get human beings on the phone. I really hope the airlines have that under control. So, I mean, look, it's not going to be a perfect summer, but in a sense, we are back to business as usual. I remember speaking to a man standing in for Pat and it was a gentleman who I think was Canadian who had travelled through Dublin as a connecting flight to somewhere else in Europe and he was back in Canada trying to find his bag somewhere in Dublin airport having never spent any time in the country at all and the frustration that he was facing. Hopefully nobody will have to go through that this year. The other issue then, whatever about the ATC um, and disruption to flights, what about availability of flights? How is air access looking for 2023? Oh, you mean in terms of just buying a seat on a plane and going on your holidays? It is, um, it's picking up and, and everybody was startled at how, how quickly travel bounced back last year. Ryanair has been throwing capacity at Ireland. It's got its largest uh, schedules ever out of Dublin and Cork. Um, others are coming back, not maybe with the same speed. Ryanair can do this just by, by, by dint of its sheer size. But Aer Lingus is interestingly running its biggest ever transatlantic schedule schedule so it's got new routes back just a new route just took off to Hartford Connecticut um, it's going to fly to Cleveland Ohio this year it's also flying to the states from a couple of routes 
out of Manchester. So they, they bit by bit, the capacity is added. But but airlines are also conscious that, you know, with loads of us wanting to travel, there's loads of supply and demand here as well. And full planes mean nice profits for them. So uh, we'll see how quickly <laughs> they start throwing it out. Some nice new routes if you're looking for deals. Sometimes it's a good idea to follow a new route because they often take a year or two to get established. And um, there's a new Ryanair route, for instance, to Asturias in Spain this year, to Brindisi, which is in Puglia in Italy. And Aer Lingus and Ryanair are both flying to Kos, the Greek island of Kos. So if you're still looking for uh, somewhere to book for your holidays, you could have a look at those. You mentioned that the fast track had returned where you can buy your way around some of the security queues. Have you any tips and tricks for how to best navigate the airport and circumnavigate the queues? I do. The golden rules, if you can do it, are look, fly midweek or off peak. We know the early morning rush hour. So if you can at all avoid those, you'll have a much more sort of... uh, serene experience, let's say, at the airport. The current advice is to get there two hours before a short-haul flight and three hours before a long-haul flight, but but leave an extra hour or leave extra time if you're checking a bag. So bearing in mind what we said about the potential for luggage disruption, if you can travel lightly at all and bring the carry-on bag, try and do that. You, You avoid that whole section of the queue. Remember, you can check in online. Aer Lingus has a, an evening before service. I'm not sure if many listeners would be aware of that, but it's designed for people who are traveling between 5.30 and 8 a.m. the next morning. You can go to the airport the night before and drop your bags. Now, obviously, you'll have to live in Dublin or be staying at an airport hotel, but it is a little workaround you can use. And, and is that both um, short haul and long haul? Yeah, it is indeed, yeah. Um, you can you can find the exact details of it. It's it's open between five and seven forty five p.m. But the details are on the Aer Lingus uh, website. Um, I I take a Easter is going to be busy. Um, St Paddy's weekend was very busy. Something like four hundred fifty thousand people travelled through. So read up on the security rules. It, it might be a while since you've flown. The hundred mil liquids, the electronics get ready for your belt and your boots and all that kind of crack. Because we all know how, you know, when one person does it and the other person has to take their belt off and someone else forgets their iPad, suddenly you have this queue stretching back. But that's uh, not that I'm blaming punters themselves, but it's just something small we can all do to speed things up. Paul, thank you very much. That's Paulo Canila. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.